you know, I think that's one of the scary things for hiring is like, where's that money going to come from? And I tell people start small with whether you think you need, you know, if you want to just start out hiring someone five hours a week or 10 hours a week, do it and then see how your time is freed up. Even if you have to take a small pay cut, I've taken pay cuts before in order to hire someone, because I knew that if I could do that temporarily, I would get to a place where my business would be bringing more income. So it's like an investment in your business to me. And so start small, you know, hire that person for five to 10 hours a week. I'm sure that your network of virtual assistants can handle smaller jobs just as well as they can handle bigger jobs. Hey, 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 welcome to Master Delegator Podcast, the podcast that unveils the secrets of effective delegation and productivity for business growth. My name is Christy Yoder, CEO of Smart VAs and Meet 5 Star VAs and your podcast host. Can I tell you a secret? I am obsessed with teamwork and delegation. I consider myself a lazy entrepreneur not because I don't like working, but because I always find ways to do things in the most effective and easiest way. I was born and raised in Manila, Philippines, moved to the States, and grew my agency from one person to more than 70-plus team members as of this recording. I was able to grow my business 10 times more after I hired my first virtual assistant within three months. Together with my team, we have helped more than 300 stressed and overwhelmed business owners scale their businesses by delegating to virtual assistants. And that's why my goal in this podcast show is to help you grow your business by giving you fresh perspectives on delegation, outsourcing, hiring virtual assistants, and up-to-date proven business strategies, and teaching you how to scale your business while living a freedom-filled lifestyle. Whether you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or someone striving for peak efficiency, this podcast is your go-to resource. We bring you insights from industry experts, successful entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who have mastered the skill of delegation. If you are ready to elevate your productivity and achieve more by doing less, you're in the right place. Subscribe to Master Delegator on your favorite podcast platform and join our community of proactive delegators. Now, let's get started on the path to becoming a true master of delegation. Hey there, awesome listeners. Welcome to the Master Delegator Podcast. Today, we're chatting with Leslie Pyle about something super important for small businesses, which is how and when to hire help for your small business. Leslie's got tons of experience and she's here to drop some knowledge bombs that can totally change how you think about getting help for your business. Leslie is the founder and CEO of HireMyMom.com. Since 2007, her awesome service has been connecting small businesses with talented individuals all over the country. Leslie started working from home in 1995. Wow, that's a long time. Wanting to juggle being a mom and having a career. She kicked off her online business, hbwm.com for short, in 1996, and she's been rocking it since then. But Leslie isn't just about business. 
She serves on the board of directors for Mighty Oaks Foundation and is a contributing writer to Entrepreneur.com. She and her family reside in Texas. So grab a pen, get ready for some inspiration, and let's dive into the world of getting things done really awesome. Hi, Leslie. Hey, Christy. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. I'm so curious to know about the story behind your business. So why did you build your business and why did you name it HireMyMom.com? Yeah, so that takes me back to when I first started. And that, like you said, was 1995. And probably not surprising to many of your listeners is I had my first baby in December of 1994. And so when I had her, I had every intention on going back to my full-time job, which was in PR for a golf school in Austin, Texas. And when I went back to work after my maternity leave, I did not anticipate how hard that was going to be. And I basically cried every single day. Like I'm not an emotional person. Like I don't just cry to cry like that. It just was a deep struggle for me. So I was like, okay, asking my employer, is there any way I can work from home at least like a couple of days a week? Maybe that'll make it easier. But you know, this was 1995 and that was just not really viable. Um, Nobody was working from home. It just wasn't widely accepted. So I talked to my husband and I was like, I want to work. I just don't want to work full time away from home. So what if I started trying to freelance? And he was like, oh, well, if you can. Um, And there's something about me and my determination that I was going to make it work. So I quit my job, and hit the ground running and began freelancing in um, communications, marketing, PR, anything that I could find. And I did that for about six to 12 months. And it was hard not going to lie. It was hard to get clients. It was hard to work with a newborn and infant. It was hard to um, learn all the things you have to learn to be a business owner. And so I began looking for some type of network of other moms to connect with. And when I didn't find anything, that's when I started HBWM that you mentioned in the intro. And that stands for Home-Based Working Moms. And it was basically like an online chamber of commerce to connect women across the United States to learn from each other, to buy from each other, support each other, figure out a way to work from home. And so I did that for, I think about 14 years. And that's when my light bulb moment went, okay, what if now this is when match.com and all these online dating platforms were coming out that or at least when I started learning about them. And I thought, what if I created something similar for moms and small businesses where they could find their purchase? match. And so that's when I got the idea for HireMyMom.com because I knew there were many, many, many talented women, men, singles out there looking for remote work. Um, And I knew there were businesses that needed help and not necessarily full-time employees. So I thought that would be so perfect. So that's how I got the whole idea. and, And here we are almost 17 years later. Wow. Congratulations. I have so many questions, but... My most curious question is, how was working from home in 1995? I'm pretty sure the internet was different. There was no Zoom. I don't think. Right. Did you have Skype during that time? No, it was way different. We didn't have email. <laughs> we didn't have really the internet. I learned about the internet in 1995. I don't know when it 
first came out, but that's when I learned about it. And it was so basic back then, like nothing like what we have now. And so I had to figure out how to create a website. I was like, that's, that's my golden ticket. Like if I can create a website, then I can reach people across the country. So I bought, this was back when you bought computer programs in a box and I bought Mm. a box on Microsoft front page or something like that and learned how to create a website. And that's how it all began. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) And there was no social media, of course, you know, so you didn't have that either. So yeah, it was way different than it is today. Yeah, that's so true. So you've been in business for 17 years. So you've been in a lot of changes already, you know, personally, you, you know, like, you know, you, you, you had a baby and then of course now your baby is a grown up child mm-hmm. now, you know, um, yes. then you've been through, um, the economic, uh, recession as well. Yes. Um, right. And now we had COVID just a few years ago and still at the moment, the economy is not where it should be. So in the last 17 years, you know, what were, I'm pretty sure you had so many struggles, yes. um, but what were the struggles you had when starting your business uh, and how did you overcome them? So maybe share um, the struggles you had as you were starting out your business and your recent struggle. Cause you know, you've been in business for 17 years. I'm, You know, it's a lot. (laughs) It is. And I could tell you for me personally, one of my biggest challenges has been um, web developers because my Mm -hmm. website, Hire My Mom, is very complex. Yes. And there's a lot of moving parts and there are a lot of pieces that have to work together. So it's much different than a static website that's more of a brochure website. Like, you know, when I started my first website, it was a static website, which is pictures and words. Now I've got all these different modules and things that have to interact. And so I'm in the process right now working with a new company to revamp and clean up and, um, you know, help the website be even better. Um, And it's just along the way, you know, that's one of the things where it's almost like if you don't speak. Chinese, you can't understand what they're saying. And that's kind of how it is with a web developer. So I got burned a few times hiring people and companies that did not come through, uh, you know, but still took payment and that sort of thing. So that, that was definitely one of the tougher challenges. And then just like you were saying, the economy, it goes up and down and up and down and up and down. And to try to stay in business and be relevant and keep, you know, like when I started hiring my mom, there weren't very many job platforms, especially for working at home. I think maybe one other one that I knew of at the time, and now there's, you know, hundreds and I can't compete with the big daddies like Indeed and LinkedIn. And so it's just trying to stay focused and in my lane, who I serve and serve them well, because there is, there is enough um, business out there, but if they can't find you or you don't do a good job, then you can go out of business. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, I mean, even up, I feel like based on our own experience, you know, because we provide website design and also SEO and Google ads um, services and those three technical skill sets are hard to find even nowadays, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and recruitment nowadays it's not just about hiring people with great skills you also need to make sure that that person is the right fit to your culture right so how much more 
you know, back then during 1995, you know, people, websites are not very common during that time. Right. It's like I, there were um, Squarespace. I'm pretty sure there's <laughs> probably WordPress already during, during that time, but it's, it was probably still um, uh, booming. But how about recently, you know, what was your, um, like, what was the lesson you've learned Um, Well, definitely COVID was a lesson, I think, for all of us. And, you know, when that first happened in March of 2020, it felt like everybody went into a cave and, you know, uh, definitely took a hit. My business, I think almost all businesses took a hit, um, at least for a couple of months. And it was, again, okay, no, what are we going to do? How are we going to come out of this? And, you know, I've really been intentional about focusing on primarily moms, but anyone can sign up, and small businesses. Almost all of the people who use our service are you know, they might be a solopreneur, a coach or something like that, or a digital marketing agency with, you know, 20, 50 employees and just being uh, very intentional about reaching those companies and businesses um, and doing the best job we can so that they want to come back and refer other people to. Right. Yeah, exactly. Hey, are you sick and tired of being overwhelmed because you are doing everything alone in your business and can't scale because you don't have a team supporting you? Well, you don't have to worry anymore because Smart VAs can provide you with a team of experience, virtual assistants that can do different tasks to support your growth. From admin to bookkeeping to social media, video and podcast editing, to website, graphics, SEO, and customer service, Smart VA's team can help you grow your business without any worries or stress from all the tasks weighing down on you. If you are a busy entrepreneur who needs help with your day-to-day tasks so you can focus on growing your business, then you have to visit smartvirtualassistance.com. When it comes to knowing how and when to hire for help mm-hmm. um, for small businesses, uh, what do you think are the signs that a business owner should look for, um, you know, when they, when they want to hire, you know, when, yeah. when they want to, like, when is the time, the best time, the right time for them to know when right. to hire? Yeah, I I usually tell people, I think there are five signs. And if you answer yes to any or all of these, then it's time to hire. The first one is your customer service is slipping and you're no longer taking care of your clients and your customers like you used to. Another one is you're wearing too many hats. You don't have time to do what you love and what you're really good at in your business because you're doing all the daily tasks and all the things that take up your time. That might be administrative, that might be social media, accounting, whatever it is, and whatever your zone of genius is or what you enjoy the most, whether that's business growth, marketing, you don't have time because you're doing all the other things. Um, Another one is you're working too many hours. Like if your goal was to work 30 hours a week and you're working 40 or 50, then It's another uh, key sign to hire. Um, A big one is you don't have the capacity to take on new business. You Mm -hmm. just are at your limit. And then the other one, I think, is if you do have current team members and they're doing more than their regular job and they are overwhelmed. So if you identify with any of those, then it's most likely time to hire. (laughs) 
When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Right, exactly. And what do you think is a good first project or task to hire for? Yeah, I always say virtual assistants. Mm -hmm. And I know you can help them with that, with all, with your service. And, you know, for me, that was my first hire too, is I just wanted to get some of the daily tasks. And that for me was email, um, some uh, customer service responsibilities, um, calendar management. Um, let's see what else was in there. Um, yeah, just taking care of a lot of the clutter that I felt like was bogging me down. So my virtual assistant now, it's just such a blessing because, you know, once you get them trained and going, it's like they simplify your life. And now I can focus on more on doing things like this podcast with things that I enjoy doing and getting to meet other fantastic entrepreneurs and business owners like you and, you know, networking and things like that. That's what I enjoy doing. I love that. And that's what we're supposed to do as business owners, right? As founder and CEOs, like network with other like-minded individuals so that we can help grow each other. But we're if we're too focused and we're in our business, we're just lost in the sea of too many tasks, you know, right. and we won't be able to have the focus that we need in order to grow our business. Um, so outside of virtual assistants, what are... Um, the different types of roles that you think small businesses need to consider hiring yeah. for. Right. So if you have your virtual assistant, I always think that's number one. That helps you kind of get a clue on where else you might be able to outsource. So some other things to consider are bookkeeping, accounting, invoicing, mm. um, social media management, content uh, creation, blog writing, um, editing, graphic design, marketing, email marketing, project management, account management, uh, customer service, Facebook ads, and online business manager, which is another name for operations, someone that can kind of be your right-hand person to, when, mm. once you get to a point where you've got a team, then an online business manager or operation person is really helpful to help basically you only have to go to one person and they can kind of handle your team from there. Right. Yeah. So what if, you know, I'm experiencing all of these five things that you mentioned, you know, the five signs that I need to hire, uh, uh, you know, um, support, you know, right. like if my customer service is not working well, I'm wearing too many hats and I'm working too many hours, no capacity to take on new businesses and, I'm overworking my team members as well. What if I want to hire support, but I don't have the budget. I just don't have the, the money to pay for extra help. What mm -hmm. should I do? You know, I think that's one of the scary things for hiring is like, where's that money going to come from? And I tell people start small with 
whether you think you need, you know, if you want to just start out hiring someone five hours a week or 10 hours a week, do it and then see how your time is freed up. Even if you have to take a small pay cut, I've taken pay cuts before in order to hire someone, because I knew that if I could do that temporarily, I would get to a place where my business would be bringing more income. So it's like an investment in your business to me. And so start small, you know, hire that person for five to 10 hours a week. I'm sure that your network of virtual assistants can handle smaller jobs just as well as they can handle bigger jobs. And I think that's a common misconception for business owners is they're afraid to hire because they don't think that they have enough work for them or they're afraid that they won't be able to pay them. So, you know, if you can just take a small, um, you know, a cut in your pay temporarily, I usually, I feel like it's a payoff in the end for you. And then from there, you can grow their hours and grow the time you have available to continue working on your business and growing your business. Yeah, that that is a good um, suggestion. And I think sometimes we're afraid to hire because we see it as an expense. We don't think about the ROI. And even though VAs or even other independent contractors, even though um, they may not be able to uh, give us a return on investment in terms of monetarily, you know, um, depending on how you utilize the time that you had back from hiring a VA or a support, you know, what they can give you in terms of return on investment is your time, your freedom and your flexibility. And that's why I always tell people, you know, when you have that extra time already, so let's say you hire a, v- a VA for 20 hours a month, that means you have earned 20 hours back, you know, in your personal and professional life. So you got to have to use those hours wisely. You know, if, if your family matters the most to you, then spend those hours for your family. If you want to grow your business, you want to scale, spend a portion of those hours to scale your business. I, I think it's all about utilizing those hours that you can get back from hiring a virtual assistant. But if you don't yes. know how to manage your time, if you don't know how to use those 20 hours that you have back, you're dead (laughs) because you know you spent 20 hours on a VA and then you did not make the most out of it you know like you have to learn how to delegate and prioritize your tasks right and have a plan you know I'm gonna have a a plan exactly yeah and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna use 10 hours of that to grow my business I'm gonna use five hours to spend more time with my family and I'm gonna use you know delegate those hours up and be intentional with it yeah exactly Hey, are you looking for a community to learn how you can be effective in delegation so you can focus on the things that matter the most in your business and grow to six to seven figures? If this is you, then today is your lucky day. Join our Facebook group today to get your questions answered on delegation, outsourcing, business growth, hiring members, and many more. We offer so much value in the group, so join our growing community by going to facebook.com groups master delegator. See you there! I know you already mentioned about, you know, when hiring somebody to help you in the business, you already mentioned about starting small, but tell me about in your experience, you know, in your 17 years of experience in in running your own business, what is, what do you think is the most effective way of delegating to either VAs or to other, you know, team members? Right. As far as tools? 
In general. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, we use Asana and I know there are several other project management tools out there, but that's how we delegate and keep track of all of our different roles and tasks. So we have a board or a, a task um, column for each of our roles, like one one for content creation, one for blogs, you know, one for podcast, um, one for administrative tasks. So everything lives there. It's easy to find and tag people. Like, okay, I finished my role now. It's time for you to do your port, you know, and that sort of thing. So that's worked well for us to have that um, place to. Um, keep everything central and organized. And then, you know, when we're onboarding someone new, we have um, Google Docs where we have all the tasks um, listed out, how to do it, um, you know, with links to videos, if there's like a how-to video and that sort of thing. So it not only makes it easier to onboard, but it also helps in the training process because that person has something to go back and refer to. You know, and we have like a FAQ at the bottom, like here's questions you might get asked by a customer and, you know, they can click on it and review it. That way they're not having to come back to me or another team member, you know, and everybody's more efficient when you have those things outlined and um, organized for your team. I love that. And what sort of tasks at the moment in your business do you delegate to your team members? Yeah, so we currently have a team of six plus me. So we have uh, my virtual assistant who does the administrative, the email, the customer service, um, social media, um, I outsource. And she just happens to be my oldest, who was my inspiration Ooh, for starting. Nice. So she does, You'll if you're ever on our um, Instagram or social media, she's the beautiful mm -hmm. blonde that is appears in a lot of our social media. Um, I'm not biased, am I? And then... Um, <laughs> I have an email marketing person that does a lot of our emails and uh, helps with the blog writing. Then I have just a general VA that helps with all the different like miscellaneous tasks that don't fall into the daily um, things that my VA does. And then we have two HR specialists um, who work on our concierge service. So our concierge service is for the small business owner that needs to hire whatever role but they're too busy or they just don't like the hiring process. So we have two HR specialists who basically could take the job post and do the entire project for them and then present them with the top two or three candidates. And those HR specialists also do what we have as our job seeker advisor. So if you were curious, what kind of jobs should I apply for? Help me with my resume, my cover letter. They also do those types of jobs. So we We'd really try to be a one-stop shop for both people looking for work and people looking to hire. So we have all those things, all those extra little services that we offer. And we also have two courses, one for our job seeker and one for our business owners on, you know, tips on hiring made easy. So we really, really try to help our audience um, grow and be successful. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I'm going to visit your Instagram again and, you know, look at your daughter. But I <laughs> agree. I believe what you said, you know, because you're a gorgeous woman <laughs> and she's your daughter. So you're gorgeous and there's a 100% chance that, you know, your your daughter looks the same way as you too. Yeah. So, Aww, yeah, you're too sweet. But, uh, but kidding aside, you know, um, going back on a serious note, um, what is the most crucial thing for a business owner to look for when hiring for support? 
the most crucial traits in a candidate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like to look for candidates. Of course, their resume should speak to the roles and responsibilities, but even more important than that, I like to look for people that are aligned, you know, with our mission and our values and who are resourceful, you know, who, mm. who are eager to learn and figure things out, you know, because one of the things that makes it hard on you if you hire is someone who requires you to hold their hand. You know, when we work remotely, we become very independent workers and thinkers. And of course we do team meetings and collaborate on things. But for the most part, most of our jobs entail us just working, you know, solo on a task. So knowing that the person isn't going to need you to hold their hand, that they have experience either working remotely or independently is important. Someone who really um, aligns with what your company does and is passionate about that too, versus someone who is just looking for a paycheck. You know, someone mm -hmm. that says, I love the mission of your company and I love what you're doing, you know, and, and that really resonates with them because you want someone, when you hire someone, you want them to stay with you long-term. You don't want to have to keep replacing people. So, you know, just knowing that they really um, resonate with what you do, I think is a, a crucial key to look for. I love that. And I know you have a resource or a freebie that you want to share to our listeners. Um, mm -hmm. It's called Top 10 Interview um, Questions um, to Ask. So where can people find you online and how, how can they work together with you? Yeah. So, of course, our website, HireMyMom.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn at Leslie Pyle. Pyle is P-Y-L-E. And then we're on Instagram at HireMyMom. Those are the places that we most hang out. But we also have Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, or X, um, <laughs> Pinterest, YouTube. We're on all of the platforms. Yay, I'm going to put all of those links in the show notes so that they can go to your website and visit your Instagram account. But thank you so much for your time today, Leslie. It's very insightful, and I'm sure that our listeners are going to learn a lot from this episode. Well, thank you, Christy. It's been my pleasure. You're welcome. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you like this episode, please share this with your entrepreneur or business owner friends on social media so they can have freedom and flexibility while running a successful business as well. Please also subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback will inspire me to continue creating content like this and help me improve this podcast show for you. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll see you again on the next episode.